Hello, hello, welcome to Anime Anonymous. I am CJ. And I'm Artsy. And this week we are covering Hoodie Hanzo's uh, recommendation, The Boy and the Beast. Um, this was done in July 11th, 2015. So it's not that old, but if you think about it, that's that's right like because we were watching this and artsy was like this is an old movie right I'm like no nah, i don't think it is i was like yeah 2015 um eight years ago to be exact well, well yeah, yeah it's quick math duh <laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah so um before we get into the rigmarole um like we said last Month, uh, last month last last episode god it feels so long since i recorded um this episode is actually live on twitch tv slash crazy jam right now so if you ever want to join and chat with us join on the stream um but yeah we are live it's kind of already been fun you know uh, streaming is is a is a beautiful thing it gave me a heart attack earlier but um outside of that you want to chat with us Outside of Twitch, you can hit us up on Twitter, you can hit us up on TikTok, um, and Instagram. But TikTok and Twitter are mainly the places that we're active, right? Um, so now let's get into it. Um, ladies first, Artsy, quick thoughts. What did you think of the movie? Did you like it? Um, etc. I enjoyed it. And I will say I did love the storyline in this movie a lot. Um, I do believe when we first looked this up, the producers of it are the same as Belle. So that movie yeah, we really like. Yep. Yeah. So we like that. Um, but definitely loved the character building, loved the story, loved the plot. So very enjoyable movie, I would have to say. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm going to mirror that. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was it was a present sur present good lord pleasant surprise um because I had seen this movie before um not the full thing I had seen like clips and honestly it just didn't really um pique my interest um but like I say all the time one of the main reasons I love doing this is that recommendations people give me force me to watch some anime that I might not have watched before. And this is one. Uh, funnily enough, it came from my, my buddy, but at the end of the day, it was still a recommendation, right? Um, so outside of that, if you're new for some reason to the, like you, you just found our, our podcast and this is the first episode you're listening to, we do spoilers, right? So if you are not into spoilers, stop the episode right now, go watch it, come back right we'll be here if you if you left and came back welcome hi how you doing um but yeah so we're gonna go into spoilers uh before we go straight into spoilers though the synopsis um you have the two main characters right the main character has technically two names his name his true name is ren right he's a kid that looks like his mom um off rip you know he's he's in a bad situation where he's like a runaway you um 
yeah, yeah. So we'll just do that for the synopsis. I don't want to get too in depth to it. So he's a runaway, uh, and he basically runs into two individuals at the. He he doesn't really know who they are at the time. Uh, turned out to be like beasts. He decides to follow the other main character who asks him, "Hey, do you want to follow me?" Who his name is? Who? Kuma Tetsu. I'm just say Kuma. Um, so yeah, his name's Kuma. He follows them and he goes into the beast world, right? Uh, so it's the journey of them kind of growing together as in a relationship of just individuals in a relationship of apprentice and master, how that might switch throughout the movie. And then also both of them coming to terms with their different issues that they have themselves. Does that sound about right, babe? Sounds about right. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so um, jumping in fully now. Uh, I kind of said it in the synopsis, but yeah. You start off with Ren uh, being a runaway, and then they show you a quick background into him of... His mom died in an accident. That's all you really get from it. They don't say what kind of accident. At least I don't remember them saying what kind of accident. Um, no, they don't go in depth at all about the accident. They just know it's a tragic accident. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so, yeah, uh, they his mom dies. He has relatives that he doesn't really know that are coming to um, get him. Uh, they're... Some of them are nice. Some of them aren't. He's like, why is my dad not coming and getting me? He doesn't want to go with them because, again, he doesn't really know them. Runs away. Uh, then he's running around. He meets Kuma and this Kuma's friend. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? What's his name? Tatara. Yeah. The monkey, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The monkey looking dude. Yeah. And Tatara... Uh, after Kuma says, hey, boy, you want to come with me? Tatara's like, are you, are you a psycho? Like, that's a human. What are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, don't judge me for wanting to help uh, somebody who has talent. Flash, flash forward a little bit. Ren is getting chased by police officers. He's running around. He sees this. Well, it looks like a sword. But it, technically, you don't see the sword. You just see the, the carrying case for it. He sees it go down this hallway. And he goes down the, well, alleyway, not hallway. Um, and the way he gets into the animal world is actually kind of cool. So he goes into the alleyway. And it's lit with these like weird kind of green plants. He keeps walking around. And it's like a Scooby-Doo thing. You know, like in Scooby-Doo where they uh they're like chasing the monster and they go through one like there's like six doors and they go through one door and then they pop out and like some other door randomly down like that's how the alleyway is working like he goes down the middle he pops out to the top right he goes down into the the top left pops down in the bottom right it's it's weird and he's getting confused and then all of a sudden this horse is um, carrying like some logs or something and it starts pushing him and he gets pushed 
into the beast world well the horse that was carrying the stuff all of a sudden is like a horseman and he's carrying the wood like on his shoulders so i was like oh that's kind of cool like a transition so i don't understand it, it was kind of cool but it was also kind of confusing right because kuma and tatara when they came into the human world they were still humanoid and they were wearing um you know cloaks they didn't turn into like their animal um stock like side but the horse looked like a legit horse and then became like a horse man in the world so i was like hmm is do you have to be like a certain skill level or was that guy just you know using that as like a smoke screen i don't know i i think too much about these things sometimes um but yeah, so that's that's that you do that you do <laughs> that you do. Yeah, I do. I my hey, my brain works in a weird way. Uh. It does. To be honest, it really does. <laughs> it's very interesting watching anime with him because he like gets very in depth with it. Like his he's you can see the motors in his brain really think, especially if it's an anime where you have to think really hard. Like what's it, Classroom of the Elite or like oh, any I of those puzzle one. ones? Yeah. He's like that's his go-to. That's Crazy's go-to. No, no doubt. While me sitting over here, deer in headlights, like what the heck just happened? <laughs> and then at the very end of the anime, I'll be like, oh, and he'll be like, you just found out. <laughs> yeah, but that that used to happen with um, Ace and you. Like, <laughs> I would look into something like, so when did you guys figure out that such and such? And then I, sometimes you'd be like oh i'm like wait you guys didn't know that <laughs> and then sometimes you'll be like oh yeah like round episode 10 or something is is when i figured it out i was like really i do that like three <laughs> but i have also watched way more anime than you and most of my friends so it makes sense like i see a lot of the tropes um plus a lot of anime sometimes not like good ones and, and bad ones do it because even bad ones, they'll try and, like, hide something in the background. Um, so I like looking and finding those things. So, like, ooh, I know what this is. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, it works. Like, and the thing is, that's why I actually like anime more than real movies. Because real movies are so easy to guess what's going to happen. I'll go to a movie. I haven't se- I'll see, like, ten episodes and tell Artsy, like, so this is what's going to happen in the movie. <laughs> because they're just so obvious. <laughs> Very predictable. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, Ren makes it into the world. He kind of gets into issues with, uh, like, these three wolf guys. They're talking about, like, skinning him alive and yada, yada, yada. This uh, monk saves him. And then he and Kuma um, meet up. Kuma's like, hey, you're going to be my apprentice. Takes him home with him. And, yeah, they don't really start off on the on a good uh, relationship. One, Kuma's house is disgusting. It's, like, clothes and food and boxes, like, all over the place. And then... um. It looks like a typical teenage boy room. Yeah. 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 I mean, not in my house. My my parents would have kicked my butt. But yeah. You know. 
Like the ones in the movies yeah, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. shows. <laughs> the ones where the mothers just dread going in, where the keep out sign is actually keep out for a reason. Yeah. Yep. Um, so he wakes uh they go to sleep, he wakes up, you know, Ren's still there. Well, first of all, Ren doesn't even tell him his name, which is so weird. That was so weird to me. Because he's like, Well, what's your name? Ren's like, No, that's personal information. My brother, you followed him into a animal world, but he can't know your name. So I thought that was that was weird. So what, what he calls him Kyota, something like that. Um, I, yeah, Kyota. Okay, right. Okay, very or Kyota, Kyota. Yeah, that's I. I thought it was funny because it sounded like cute. Yeah, Kyota. Um, Ren's like, oh, you can't name me. He's like, sounds like I just did. So for the most, literally for the rest of the movie, he's basically known as Kyota. Um, and. They wake up the next morning, and they have, what, breakfast? Yeah, breakfast with uh, Ren runs away, because, again, they have a horrible relationship. Ren runs away. They find, um, they he goes to, what, the market? Yeah, the market. Yeah, and he sees uh, the other, uh, I would say the other big supporting character. Uh, his name is Yo. Yozen, Iozen, Yozen. I can't remember how they pronounced it, so that's my bad. He sees, um, I I'm gonna say it's Yozen, Yozen's two kids, and you realize that they're they're gonna be kind of paramount in the future, right? Because there's a there's a thing going on in the animal society where the Lord is about to retire. And by him retiring, that means he's going to become a god and reincarnate. And you can choose what you reincarnate into, etc. So, there are main, two main people that can become the next lord. Yozin and Kuma. But literally everybody is, is rooting for Yozin. Like, they, they think that Kuma is not worth it, yada yada. Which, to be fair, he's very immature. Uh, he's sloppy, and he's kind of like a bum. So, do, do you really want that guy running you? No. So, I get it. But the way that they're kind of dogging him the whole time is really um, slightly annoying, but a little bit saddening. And that's kind of when Ren realizes, like, hey... He's lonely. He's kind of like me because, you know, Ren's lonely. Um, so Kuma and Yozin, they have like a fight in the street. Kuma gets wrecked. And it's that's, again, when they kind of get a little bit of a better relationship, right? Just because Ren's like, okay, I, I see the common ground between us that we both are losers <laughs> in, in, in the most honest way. Um, and that's kind of when it gets better, but I've been talking a lot. So babe, what do you think of like, where, where did you kind of get interested? Cause I was interested as soon as, you know, he showed up in the, in the beast world, but, um, but yeah, where were you interested? And then you can jump back, jump onto, um, forward. Um, I was really interested probably at the same point. I think that's when my interest was like, Okay. All right, we're going into a different world, but I I don't think my interest really truly spiked until 
probably the market scene where we're at because I was like, okay, now I see the tie between Kuma and Ren, how, you know, they both, nobody wants them. Like nobody true, like they don't feel nobody wants them. Like they both feel alone. So there's a very strong similarity between both of them. So I'm like, okay, this is good. This is a good setup for this character development between both of them. I will point this out, the Lord. When he shows up, um, because Kuma and Iozen, they have a duel. And apparently, to break it down for everybody, is everybody has a sword. If you have a sword, you cannot wield it in a battle. Like, you can't physically use the blade. You can use the sheath, but you can't use the blade, right? Yeah, yeah, you can't unsheath it. But yeah, you can, they, they basically use them as clubs. Yeah. Which, to me, that, that was odd. Um, like, you have a sword, but then I guess, you know, that might just be a ruling or whatever. Um, after all the fighting happened, the Lord shows up, and Lord is this long-eared bunny. And that's where some of the comedic in this anime happened, because he just pops up randomly. He doesn't, like, walk around them. He kind of like, oh, I'm over here, and I'm talking over here. Oh, now I'm behind you. Oh, now I'm in this corner. All right, bye! Like, he just bebops around and does his thing. But the strongest part that really I was like, yes, I want to see this anime more is when Ren finally noticed his similarity with Kuma and cheered him on in the fight. I was like, yep. All right. I'm invested. Let's see what's going to happen. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, yeah. So, I mean, after that, they still don't have a great relationship, but Ren, um, Ren's like, okay, I'll I'll try being his apprentice, basically. Um turns out Kuma sucks at teaching. Shocking. Um he Well, he's a teenage boy in a way. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Because even even Yozin, Yozin's like, you're young yourself. Like, um, how are you gonna have an apprentice? Uh but yeah, he he's trying to teach, and I, I use the term teach loosely. He's trying to teach uh, Ren, how to wield a sword, and he tells him, "Grip it, and then go boom, bang, pow." And and Ren's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, just just grip it, and then go boom, bang, pow." And he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" He's like, "Just grip it and go boom, bang, pow." Like he keeps saying the same things. He's like, "Can you use other words?" He was like, "There's no other words to say what I'm telling you." Boom, bang, pow. Grip it. <laughs> He's like, okay, do I grip it like this? He's like, grip it. <laughs> and, it, it sounded like the bop it toy. Grip it. Yes, <laughs> Twist it. Yes. It. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you're the worst teacher ever. And he's like, come on, don't you have like a, a sword in your soul? Just grip it. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, because at this point, at this part, Ren is nine. I, I forgot to say that. Ren is nine years old. So he he is just confused on so many different levels. Um they but yeah, so that is another part of the comedic side of the um of the movie. Uh but their relationship is just adorable in its own way because eventually Ren starts mimicking Kuma. And after he's 
mimicked him for so long, he's like, wait a minute. I can tell what he's going to do next. And he finally goes to Kuma when Kuma's training and starts beating him up with a, a broom. And Kuma tries to, to hit him and stuff, and he's dodging everything because he knows exactly what's coming up. And uh, Tetsu and the monk are like, holy crap, this kid is a fast learner, and he beat Kuma. Uh, and before, like he had no fighting ability at all. Uh, so Kuma is like, all right, you did well. And Ren's like, well, yeah, I kind of did, but I still need you to teach me because I don't know how to wield a sword or throw a punch. And that's when the master and um, a- apprenticeship truly, truly starts. And it's it's a little montage of uh, them training and then Ren using what he's been taught outside with like the other like beast kids because they had bullied him before. Um, but now he was like, you know, he was dipping and dodging and like beating them and stuff. And the um, other son, um, I can't remember the 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 nice son's name. That that honestly, he he's a pretty forgettable character in my opinion. So I'm not gonna look up his name. But Yozen has two sons. The super talented one is called Ichiro. And then there's the nice one who at first was bullying um, Ren. And then Ichiro um, stepped in to save Ren at that time. Well, after Ren started getting good, uh, the nice one's like, dude, you're strong. I love strong people. You want to come over and like hang out? So, you know, Ren starts making friends. And then what I didn't expect, especially with the name of the movie, The Boy and the Beast, I didn't expect ren to age up so much and they do it in a really nice way they like they like do it over seasons but you see him grow um every time he's sparring with kuma and as he's growing you also see it kind of turn into a flip like every now and then ren is the master and kuma is the apprentice because Ren will teach him different ways of how to read things and, and stuff. It's it's a very, very interesting kind of dynamic that they have. And it's mentioned several times. Like, even the Lord. There's one time where they're sparring, and the Lord and Eozin are are walking. And they're like, wow, you know, he's gr-. the Lord says, wow, he's grown a lot. And Eozin automatically thinks the Lord is talking about Ren. And he's like, yeah, he's doing well for a human, like, way better than I thought. Um, a human could do and the lord said i'm not talking about uh ren i'm talking about kuma his his moves have gotten a lot sharper and you know he's more clean like and and he cares about things and eozen's like wow you know what now that you say that you're right who who the heck is the master and the apprentice and i thought that was funny because exactly what i was thinking i was like yeah they kind of switched um and also they i think i think at the end of the movie he ren is supposed to be 18 did i tell you he flashed his hands and i was too lazy to to rewind it but i think he he was 18 or 19 because kuma asked him he's like hey how old are you now uh, and he flashed his hands really quickly but later on somebody says nine years have passed so that's why i think he's 18 um 
But um, but yeah, like they after that kind of little montage happens, you see that Kuma has so many people that want to be his apprentice now. Because I I swear you said like, why is there such a long line? <laughs> and then they tell you those are his people wanting to be his apprentice. Uh, like think of a line at Disney, which tangent. We went to Disney when Pandora first opened. This is how you know how our society is in intelligence. Why would you stand in a very long line knowing full well a ride is broken and there's no ETA on when this ride will come back on? So you're literally going to spend all day in a line in Animal Kingdom? No. No, no, no. So you know what we did? We went and rode all the other rides because there was no line because everybody was standing in line. I forget what the name of the ride was. I think it was Flight of Passage or something yeah, yeah, like something that. Something like that, yeah. It was one of the really fancy ones. You know, it broke like new rides do. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um it it it, it made no sense because they told everybody it was broken. They had no idea when it was going to get fixed. And the line what real literally went if you if you know Animal Kingdom at all, it went from the complete left side of the park to a little bit past half. So and people were still getting a line. That park is large. It's not as large as the other parks, but half past halfway of that park, that is at least a four four and a half hour line dude it doesn't even matter if they got it on at a certain time you're not getting on because you still have to go through fast pass people or, or speed pass lightning lightning pass stupid stupid thing i think they're getting rid of that anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. so sidetracked <laughs> major tangent but just to give you a picture of any the visual of this line just think of any new ride at disney that's basically the line yeah basically um, but yeah, so, so I'm trying to think, I don't want to go like episode by ep or, or line by line, but short version is, um, Ren decide, starts deciding that, you know, he kind of wants to go back to the, the human world, which he runs into it accidentally. Like he was just running from Kuma cause they get in fights all the time and he ends up in the human world. He meets a girl named Kaede, uh, actually saves her from some bullies and they um she helps him start studying and they kind of resonate on their love for knowledge uh she's never met somebody who likes to study as much as her uh and to him she's like his sage you know because again he hasn't been in the human world for like nine years um so their relationship growing is is kind of cool and nice but then you also see his and kuma's relationship starting to fray because he's not in the beast world as much anymore and they kind of comment like wow he's he's going out a lot you know i wonder what he's doing um it comes up to finally where he wants to register for is it college college courses yeah, college. Yeah, and so they're like, okay, well, we have to verify your dad's address. And they give him his dad's address. He's like, it was this easy to find my dad's address? And uh, he goes back to the Beast World, tells Kuma, hey, I want to live in the 
the human world who was like, you know, you can't go anywhere until you're strong. He's like, I am strong. Um, Kuma's kind of not listening to him because he's he's unhappy slash mad. And Ren's like, see, this is what happens. You never listen to me, yada, yada, yada. So it, it's it's almost like a stereotypical teenager fighting with his dad. <laughs> and Ren runs away, meets his dad. Um, then is is kind of having regrets for running away because he's, you know, I mean, Kuma has kind of been his dad for the last nine years. So he's like, what what's holding me back? And they flash to Kuma, and they're like, what's going on with Kuma? He's like, well, you know, Kuma's been thinking he's his dad, so he's sad he's losing his, like, son. Um, well, Ren finally comes back, you know, because he wants to settle things and slash apologize with Kuma. Turns out when he comes back that they're having the Lord fight, and it's between Kuma and Yozin, the nice son uh, brought him over, uh, to the house to have, like, some tea and stuff, uh, he tells him about the fight, and he's like, wait, how did you not know, he's like, well, you know, me and Kuma have kind of been fighting, uh, and what, what's his name, oh, oh, the, the other, the strong son, Ichido, he's like, hey, I'll walk you to the, the, um, I'll walk you to the gate, quote-unquote, walks around to the gate and assaults him, (laughs) <laughs> he uses his telekinesis hits him with some wood and just starts beating the snot out of him he's like oh my dad's gonna win yada 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 like ha 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 you're kuma there's no way kuma's gonna win and it's just really kind of disturbing and that's when you fully kind of realize one of the twists um which this twist you and I both thought at the same time, so you can't even say it for this one. But, um... Woohoo! I had the right idea. Yeah, you did. You did have the right idea. Um, but you... To be honest, as he got older, you could actually see it more. Yeah, but... See, now, I thought it immediately when we saw him at the market. I thought that's when you thought it, too. No? Mm, not initially, but looking back, yes. Okay. All right, well... You find out that Ichido is dun 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 human. Um because humans are the only ones that can use this dark um ability called uh the darkness, right? Like there's there's no the the beast can't use it because it's a bad thing. Um they it's it's literally like if you're angry or anything, it kind of takes you over and just makes you, for lack of a better word, a killing machine, right? And you 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 go psychotic, like you you go crazy, um, because the darkness has taken over you. Um. Well, flash forward to their fight scene, you know, between uh, Kuma and Yozin, uh. Kuma is not fighting how he should because what he's sad and mad that he's lost his quote unquote son goes out guns blazing and gets worked <laughs> gets worked by Eozin. Um, you think he's done for and finally Ren jumps up and he's he's like what are you doing come on you look like a loser and 
<laughs> Kuma hears him. He's like, I didn't need you to come here. So they're still bickering. And even the friends, the, the monkey friend and the monk are the, they're like, are they seriously fighting right now? Like during a fight, they're literally bickering. <laughs> but that that is what he needed to kind of come back and persevere. And then he he fights in a smoother, better way. He starts um anticipating what Yozin's gonna do and just beating Yozin honestly kind of badly. Um and he he's always been the the stronger fighter i want to say um but he's just he was just too angry so he couldn't channel that strength um but yeah once he can channel that strength he's he's a beast uh, well no pun intended cuz you know it's a beast world but um he actually breaks the sheath of um he breaks the sheath of um Eozin. so now there's a blade out there which as Artsy said, like, you're not supposed to unsheathe your blade because, you know, they don't want any killing happening in this world. Uh, it, I think at first I was like, whoa, 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 because Yosin starts swinging his blade, right? Uh, but I think it was just in the heat of, mo- of, of the moment because Yosin's not a bad guy, but uh, he, st- he goes to swing it. Uh, Kuma kicks it. It, <laughs> it actually lands near the... Uh, the lord the bunny eared guy <laughs> um and then he knocks out yozin goes to celebrate with ren and then what happens babe it gets dark very very dark right am i on the right track yeah yeah he's celebrating with ren and then you know that's when it starts getting bad that is when it gets dark and if you have been listening, the darkness is coming from Ichigo because <laughs> you did not just say Ichigo. It's Ichiro. Ichiro. Ichigo is bleach. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, Bleach has blades, don't they? Not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> I've never seen Bleach, so I don't even know. Um, anywho. <laughs> Ichiro, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I need a laughing break all the <laughs> Okay, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. So, typical scene. Guy with basically think of the first Spider-Man movie scene. That's basically what happens. The sword disappears and goes after Kumo. So Kumo gets stabbed. Dun dun dun. By who? Ichiro. And you realize um humans they show the darkness in a way where it's a black hole in their chest. It freaks Ren out the first time he sees it. Um, yeah, it would freak me out, too, if I had a black hole in my chest and I can't see it unless in a reflection or anything like that. Um, but then you get into now the fight between Ren and Ichiro. You want me to explain that? Or are we going deep? I mean, I mean, it's, yeah, I, 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 I can jump into it. So short version, you know, Ichiro 
basically starts falling to the darkness and Eozin's like, please don't. Um, because he's like, see, see dad, I killed him. Now you're the Lord, yada, yada, yada. And, and Eozin's like, dude, it, the fight is over. Stop. And you see, um, that the more Eozin falls to the darkness, the more kind of supernatural abilities he gets because he, he, uh, like this black hand materializes behind the sword, grabs the sword that's stabbed in Kuma and stabs it deeper into him so it actually goes through him um so ren seeing that almost falls to the darkness himself and he takes he like uses his telekinetic powers and shoots it over to ichiro and his little buddy this um (laughs) this little like mouse beast that you meet at the very beginning of the movie you know goes to um his face he goes to um ren's face and ren snaps out of it and the sword stops right before ichiro's um face and drops and then yeah that's when um ichiro kind of falls fully to the darkness and he kind of disappears uh but then we find him well not we we don't necessarily find him he finds ren later on in the human world and stuff just starts going crazy in the human world because the darkness i thought you could only use the the quote-unquote magical abilities of the darkness in the beast world but you can use it in the real world um because he makes his hands bigger to punch the snot out of ren um he starts teleporting all around um and then he also uh um, one of the books that Kaede had given slash they had talking uh, talking had talked about um together was Moby Dick. Well, that that um she wanted to get him a really good edition, so that book dropped. Ichiro picked it up. And he's like, "Oh, a whale, huh?" And turns himself basically into a whale made out of darkness. Um, anything like anything that you want chat about there or we just go on to kind of like the end i mean it's it's your basic typical anime fight there there's really no like big thing to really talk about you know just just think of a big giant whale and darkness and that's about it it's just a typical anime fight there's really no climax like really substantial climax in this fight at least in my opinion there's not yeah not until like the end end of it because like the end end of the fight um kuma gets his his self out of bed i mean the dude's wrecked right like he's all in wraps and stuff he shows up to the elder or the the lord with the elders and he's like you know i need to go help him they're like dude you shouldn't even be out of bed He's like, there's no way that I should be letting my apprentice, you know, fight on his own. I know how he is. He's going to think that he needs to take care of it himself and that he shouldn't help any or get help from anybody else, which is exactly what um, Ren was thinking. He's like, he needs to know that he has friends and and people that will help him. So um, he says, I want to reincarnate. And the elders are like, how dare you say that? You 
you you want to become a god only the lord can be a god uh can do that and the previous lord the bunny guy he's like and kuma is the lord now and they're like but you realize you know this is a one time thing like if you reincarnate that's it there's no going back and the bunny um lord who has always had a soft spot for kuma He's like, yep, I figured. He walked up to Kuma and looked him in the eyes. He's like, I figured. I see no shred of doubt in your eyes. So, flashback to the human world. Ren is like, the only I thing that I can do is basically absorb Ichiro and this whale of darkness into my own um, whole, darkness hole like in his chest. And he's like, once I capture him, then I'll kill us both, and and then I'll stop it. Um, well, uh, Kuma he reincarnates as like this this glowing orange sword, and the beastmen are like, pick it up. That's what Kuma is. He said he wanted to become. Shout, um, kind of uh, going back to the very beginning where he's teaching him. He wanted to become the sword in Ren's soul. And when he gets the sword and absorbs it, he and Kuma are talking. And what happens? The hole in his chest closes. Um, so it's it's kind of a really nice moment. But they use that um, to eventually just um, blow away the darkness. At first, you think they kill um, Ichido. Because... The Lord was like, you have to realize the Ichiro that's there is not your son anymore. Like you, you have to realize that. And you realize the reason Ichiro kind of became that way is Iozen never just was honest with him. Because like when he was growing up, he's like, Iozen, why are my tusks not growing? Because Iozen found him abandoned on the street and decided to raise him as his child. And, but he never... He, he knew about the darkness, but he was like, well, if I, I raise him right, then it won't be an issue. But that's the problem. He didn't raise him right. He was lying to him the whole time. So the Lord was like, every time you quote unquote reassured him that you were that he was your son. And, oh, the only reason his tusk isn't growing is because of this. And the only reason his not, his his nose isn't growing is because of this. Every time you reassured him, you actually made him doubt and be angry because he knew he wasn't actually your son. Um, so I thought they killed him. Did you think they killed him? Ichiro? Yeah. Because um, they show I... them dashing towards him when he shows up. And um, and like slicing him. So I thought they killed him. <laughs> Initially, yes. Yeah. yeah, I actually did think. He died, but then, you know, later on, you know, he doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, he wakes up. Um, He he wakes up in his bed, and he's like, uh, or wait, no, it's not his bed. It's in somebody else's. I think it's in their house, though. He might be on the, the, the parents' bed. I don't know, because he's like, this isn't my room. But he's like, Mom, brother, Dad, you're here. Like, what's going on? Um, So now, I guess, the darkness is wiped away from him? question mark that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking the darkness died in him not the not him specifically i think he cut the darkness not him 
yeah, but yeah. here's my here's my thing, my my issue with that. They say the darkness is a thing that is unique to humans. So that like that this is where the thought process of me just comes in and it's too much. Cuz I'm like who's to say he can't just become he he can't be come dark again? Like I I don't know. I don't know, man. I uh, I think it's it's a nice ending or whatever, but I don't think logically it makes a lot of sense i think they should have just taken him out personally because if he was so quick to fall who's to say it won't happen again but eh, neither here nor there that's not how the movie ended the movie ended he's he's good with his family he no darkness in him anymore um ren gets the girl so shout out to to ren and kaede um they're gonna go to um the to, to college together and Ren is base basically has both of his fathers now because Kuma will always be living within his soul, and now he's living in the real world with his father that he found. Which also side note, his father looks young as hell. His his father looks like his age. So I I don't think they did the best with the uh, <laughs> with the animation of of growing aging up the dad because the age up for Ren was great. Age up for dad. Literally, the only difference between dad from nine years ago and now is he has like three pieces of hair as a fa- as a failing beard. Now that's about it. But um, but yeah, it was it was it was a it was a basically a all happy ending, so to speak. Right. So I do want to talk about one thing that I did not like about this. Go ahead. If you watch this. These subtitles suck. Suck. I don't think that has... Okay. I I was like, I, I thought you meant something actual. I think that's more of a, a Prime thing, not their thing. Because Prime is the one adding the subtitles. So, because uh, I, I'm pretty sure Prime, whoever encoded it for this movie, just sucked. Because, yeah, when if, you're, if you decide to use Prime to watch this, uh, the, yeah, the subtitles are so off like it starts off being maybe like half a second too fast and then by the time you get to the end of the movie it's like three seconds too fast so it's kind of hard to follow it but yeah that that has nothing to do with the movie (laughs) no it has has nothing to do with the movie but it it will go into my rating in regards of how i rate in just watching it (laughs) okay all right all right use something that use something that the movie itself can't control to knock it down. Well, it's just when you when, when you see lips moving of people moving and then you're reading it, it's like you have to read it faster and then watch what you're actually reading. Like it was it was a lot for a non-experienced like anime watcher could handle. Oh no, I'm I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you. It sucked. But that's not the movie's fault. That's what I'm saying. That's Prime's fault, not theirs. <laughs> Fine, I'll give two different ratings. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. What am I going to say for this? Hmm. Oh, perfect. I know. All right. We're going in the ratings. So, artsy. Out oh, of God. one to ten Moby Dicks. <laughs> <laughs> what are you giving this movie? <laughs> Why 
have to do Moby Dicks. Why couldn't we do, um, you know, boom bang power? Grip it. How many grip it's can you do? Like, <laughs> Shout out to Jack. I, I foresee an 11. Hello, sir. Um, that is not in one through 10, okay? <laughs> And you know why. I have to find the most obscure thing usually in the uh in the anime. So, how many Moby Dicks you give this? Again, like I said, I'm gonna give two different ratings because of the subtitle. Cause of Prime. <laughs> it's basically a four. <laughs> <'Cause... Lord. laughs> the subtitle is just ruined. Really Jeez. Okay, go ahead. What with not factoring in Prime. What's the not movie? not factoring the mistake of whoever did the subtitles for this movie? Um, I have to say I give it a six. I think I'm, it's six or a seven. I'm teetering between the two, but most likely probably a six. Okay. And um, I think it's just it's enjoyable, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. Like the subtitles just really made it hard for me. <laughs> I'm trying to like do it without the subtitles because like that that was just a struggle for me to really like truly enjoy it because I was getting so frustrated with it. Um, but the story was really good. Um, two hours for it was actually not a bad amount of time for it. Not gonna lie. Um, didn't feel very long. But other than that, yeah, I think I'm just gonna stick with my six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I I'm I'm gonna match you. I'm going to match you with a six. Um, I personally think the movie was too long. Um, I think you could have trimmed the fat on this movie, maybe drop it to like an hour and a half. Cause there was a, uh, there was a couple points in the movie where I was just like, hmm. <laughs> not a nine. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not doing six and nine. Okay. Not even for the meme. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like it, there was a couple times where I, I, I clicked the uh, remote and I was like, holy crap, I still have 45 minutes. What is going on? Um, Not that it wasn't enjoyable, but yeah, it felt like it dragged on a bit. Um, The, the music was decent. The animation was okay. Uh, It was definitely no bell. Right, like uh, it, but it was okay. Um, there was a couple times where, if you look at it, um, zoomed out, uh, when he was a kid, Ren looked like this deformed thing with like black hair. Um, when they like when they were doing the uh the the trips to the different elders to figure out what true true strength was. There's a couple times where he was zoomed out and he looked deformed as hell. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, and as you know, I look at those things and it 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 bugs me once I notice it. And if it happens again, I'm just, God, it's happening again. And it happened like three or four times. Um the the Ichiro being like the antagonist was kind of meh, in my opinion, as well. Uh, I don't know how he got, how Kuma got stabbed when Bunny Elder can literally teleport. Why didn't he just teleport and stop the sword? But you know what? You know, it's, it's whatever. Also, 
the fact that afterwards the the news reporting is is reporting about all the damage that happened when Ichido was going crazy in the real world ludicrous they said oh you know an explosion happened because of like gas or something i don't know like a, a, the the obvious lie and they're like but um certain people the uh, some people were involved in it but there were no critical injuries bald face lie lie you know why because there was one time where ishiro pushed trucks into other trucks that had people in them and they exploded and blew up a whole bridge. You're going to tell me nobody died? Lies. But, um, so the storytelling in parts was kind of like, meh. Um, I, would I watch it again? Yeah, not, not anytime soon. But I, I would tell people about this. Like, it's, it, I think if you are a, um, if you're a Ghibli fan, I think you might like this. Uh, it's, it's Ghibli-esque at parts. Um, <laughs> Jack. <laughs> um, but, uh, it, it's not bad. It's enjoyable, but I think the, the writing and the character growth or lack thereof kind of left me wanting more and that never happened. Um, plus the. The stereotypical everybody ends happy just kind of didn't make sense for this movie. I, in my personal opinion, right? Um, there was no true loss. Um, but yeah. Um, well, yeah. So I think that's it, right? That's it on this one. Yeah, two sixes and a four. Side note. Okay. For ratings, for me. All right. So now we have to go into a new one and i remember mark had sent me a recommendation let me go to our chats because you know me me and the homie we chat a lot um i want to say it was bofuri but let me let me double check yeah bofuri okay so next episode is bofuri i i didn't if I remember correctly, the full name is I didn't want to get hurt, so I maxed out my defense, which um, you've never fully watched, right? Didn't we say we were we were gonna do it, but we ended up not doing it? Yeah, or did it we just, do it? No, no, we said we were going to, but time wise, it didn't make sense because we had a lot going on, TwitchCon, etc. Um, so he had recommended this a while ago. That's what I'm saying. So. So yeah, so we can do this one. Um, but I'm saying like, I know you watched bits and pieces of the anime when I first watched it, but you never watched the whole thing. So this will be good. Now you can see the whole thing and see how ridiculous Maple is as a character. <laughs> but um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> Jack, you are hilarious. We did it. <laughs> We've already reviewed it. No, no, no. Like the next, isn't there two seasons? Okay. We're doing season two. Yeah. I want to say there's two seasons. Sorry. Okay. Because oh episode 37, we did that one. Yeah. I thought there was a season two. Yeah. yeah. That, that, okay. Sorry. Okay, so sorry. specify yeah, season sorry. two. Sorry. 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 That, no, I'll take the blame. I will. I will say I should have I will specified. come at you like an, a raging wife. Yes. yes. It, was, it was. He had listened to the first um, season 
and recommend the second season. So that's my bad. All right. I will take that. I, CJ, did not say the right thing. <laughs> so, yeah, season two of Book Booty. Um, but, yeah, so I'm looking forward to it because I actually started season two and I never finished it. Um, I think I got distracted. So, so I'm looking forward to getting back into that world. Um, but, yeah, so until then, though, I am CJ. I'm Artsy. And we will catch you next AA meeting. And if you want to join live, join us on twitch.tv slash crazy jam. Peace.